Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy, hosted by your good old buddies Tuck and Thurston. Uh, this is a show where Thurston and me pick up, pick us a fantasy football league to follow all season long, and without bias, and be rated and its owners mercilessly. And this year's target is the Skywalker Dynasty League. Sorry, my neighbors, the, the Gundersons, are talking awful loud. That threw me off a little bit. But, uh, so the, the Skywalker Dice League in good old Campbellville, Kentucky. How are you doing, Thurston? Well, I tell you what, I've had my own run in with some Gundersons down my way. You cannot play nice with them folk. Yeah, the Gundersons is a, is a bad clan of people. If you're a Gunderson out there, you should probably just stop listening right now. I would. <laughs> so how are you doing? Yeah, not bad. It's a nice holiday week, so I get to relax a little bit. Well, good deal, buddy. Um, so, you know, I'm going to tell them Gundersons to quiet down a little bit. Hey, Gundersons, y'all care to go just down a little bit? You can come and help clean. <laughs> Okay, I didn't go quite as planned. Are they back talking? Yeah. You can't play nice, I'm telling you. You got to be forceful when it comes to Gunderson. You know, if this was a a different podcast, we might just start all over since it's the very beginning. But I think we're just going to soldier on through. I'm sure Teddy can edit that out. <laughs> So, um, so what I was getting ready to say is, uh, Thurston, instead of, uh, hearing me ramble on for an extended period of time, you know, where ain't nobody listening anyway, like during my normal monologues, uh, I thought today we could share a few things we're thankful for this year, since you mentioned it is a holiday week. Right on. What kind of typewriter you got going over there? Anyhow, that's a weird noise. <laughs> But anyhow, I got me a list of things I'm pretty thankful for. Number one, I want to say that I am thankful for every member of my family who volunteered to not show up for Thanksgiving this year. More food for me. Not got to put up with everybody clogging my toilet. Everybody just stay home, stay away. We had a couple of nuisances not get the memo and show up. But mostly they did all right. Okay. Um. Man, I sure wish I would have had some relatives uh, volunteer not to show up. That would have made things a little bit more uh, more joyful. No, I understand that. But uh, I want to start by saying that uh, I'm most thankful for myself. You know, uh, since I took over as the host for Mr. Stephen Baker, you know, who passed away in that unfortunate accident so, so many years ago, I have made a tremendous difference in this podcast. You know, this podcast is so much stronger now than than it was when I took over as host that you wouldn't believe it. You know, I mean, y'all that are listening can hear it, obviously, but this podcast is so much stronger than people can't even believe it. You know, when I see other podcast hosts out, that they they say they cannot believe the difference in the strength of this podcast between now and then. So that's the main thing I'm most thankful for, myself. 
I just got to say, I'm going to ignore the fact that I reckon it was me that took his place and you worked with him before, but also. Well, I moved up in the high office. You've really been working out, and that really helps to our combined strength. Right. He can bench press a lot, folks. I can bench press more than Christian McCaffrey. Bench press more than old Stephen Baker used to do it. <laughs> well, let's not speak too ill of the dead. You don't be talking about dead man bench press. Well, well, I'm thankful there was this time about 20-odd years ago my ex-wife, God rest her soul, she finally got dumped by her boyfriend, and it made my life so much better. And I'm just thankful I got to experience that moment. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I'm not a complete egomaniac, Thurston, uh, because I'm also thankful for you, good old pal, old buddy, old friend. So, sure, I'm the star, the straw that stirs the drink, but you, my friend, are the actor. Uh, you're the sweet tea. And I'm really thankful for you, because you're the one who came up with the name for Sweet Tea Fantasy. And you're the one who stirs me up and gets me rolling. That's right. <laughs> if you come along, we'd still be the, the Tuck Podcast. I'm just here for an awesome time, so let's get started. Comments, the Tucks? Among other things. <laughs> so Yeah, I'm, that's a little clunky. So I'm really thankful you came up with Sweet Tea Fantasy. Well, I hate to steal a bit of what you said a minute ago, but I am very thankful for my own wondrous intellect and my own musical dominion. You guys have heard my musical conquest a couple times. Nobody still yet has guessed my instrument I play. Uh, but I also am very thankful that I am of the, the magnitude of mine that I can come up with all these very resourceful nicknames for some of these teams and be so clever in the way I make fun of all y'all folk. Yeah, you're real re- resourceful and good with them namings like you know you came up with sweet tea fantasy uh you make really good uh you make fun of them people real good that's right i want to commend you on that as well now it takes me some hard work and i gotta think about it a couple days but i i usually pull out something pretty good i'm thankful for it makes it easier right so i now honestly (laughs) That show was one of the best sitcoms to ever come into existence. And Which I'm, one? My Wife and Kids. All right. <laughs> and uh, I'm just so thankful I had the chance to cherish every episode. You know, it's gone from our lives too soon, but ever since I bought myself the complete box set last year, I've been able to watch it every day like it never went away. You got Major Payne. You got Gina from Martin. You got Antics. You got situations that present themselves in a comedically pleasing way. Family drama, family funnies, you know, just classic sitcom stuff, and I'm really thankful for that. It's always good to have a good wife and kids. So anyhow, uh, I want to say I'm real thankful for the running water pipe that come through here five or six some years ago. That thing has really changed my life. I can actually take showers in the doors now. Uh, It's really upgraded my life heavily, and I just want to recommend it to everybody i can't wait till it starts coming through our way we still got the old outhouse but i don't actually have to use it now unless i want to (laughs) so uh i'm thankful for our producer teddy you know now it is true he did forget to record that podcast that one time 
like uh, robots talking to each other sometimes, and he never knows how to fix that. And sure, sometimes we say in the podcast, hey, we should take that out later. And it will inevitably not be taken out later. And obviously, there have been times where Thurston and I completely lose each other on the phone calls, and it turns out to be exclusively Teddy's fault. But um, actually, you know what? I'm actually just going to change my answer to sweet potato casserole. That stuff is delicious. I'm ever so thankful for it. There you go. I think I like it more, too. Uh, last thing I want to say is I am thankful for that sweet, sweet cash. I don't think I could do this job or live this life without it. I'm thankful for my old uncle Clarence who passed away and left me his gobs of cash. Uh, I mean, that wad of cash I was given last week by Scooches was real nice. So we're doing, we're doing it right. I mean, we're living the life. Uh, I'm glad to be an American with some cash. So my last one, and I would be remiss if I didn't say this, and I do not want to be remiss. So I'm I'm thankful for the Skywalker Dynasty League. You know, if those if those old country bumpkins weren't so bad at fantasy football and making so many classic mistakes, we wouldn't have this great show to put on for our hundreds of thousands of millions of tens of hundreds of listeners. So sure, you could say we we would just move on to a different league like we do every year. But did you know that our listenership has spiked since we started B-rating and poning these losers every week, Thurston? I actually hadn't noticed it. You told me about it seven or eight times. <laughs> well, I'm telling you again. Mark it down as eight or nine. So, All right, gotcha. And you know what they say. More listeners equals more monies. So I'm really thankful for these team managers. They're just That's so sweet, bad sweet. that it's so good. What did you say, Thurston? You know, one – well, I'll just say sweet, sweet cash. Sweet. But uh, I did talk, and I'll go ahead and bring this out right now at this spot. I talked to my friend Next Gen. She's next in line to be Jen. But she uh, she pointed out to me that if you look at everybody's record in this league, eight of the 12 teams have losing records. Did you know that? So whenever I sit here and make fun of this league and talk about how, how it ain't fun to cover and these folk don't know what they're doing, they're all a bunch of losers who don't quite get it, I mean it, <laughs> eight of the 12. It ought to be impossible. The, the math don't quite add up. I don't It doesn't seem possible, yet here we are. Here we are. I reckon if they could figure out a way for everybody to have losing records, they'd have done it. If anybody could, it'd they, be these these old bumpkins. They even failed at that. You ready to get started on this game log here, Rundown? Why, let's do it. All right, so I'm going to start off with a good, good win for Mr. Pop-Up Pop-Tart. This feller's really coming on strong. He's saying weeks ago, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm making a push. And now here he is. Look at him right there in the number six spot, I think, ready for the playoffs. Scored a whopping 152, which is, I think, about average, but he won this time with it. He's hitching his cart to the stars. He's riding high. He's flying. He's like the golly, uh, jolly green giant walking through the meadow, crushing everyone beneath his feet. Uh, you got to like what he's doing. His quarterbacks actually kind of stunk this week. 14 combined points. I'm sorry to say I think Carson Wentz is a little past his prime, but scoring well, got it done, good for him. Uh, and that means that our good friends, the Scranton Stranglers, 
already in last place, been fighting in last place for a while. You know, they still in last place and even further down. Uh, as I've told you before, it's time to hitch your wagon to the future. Stop worrying about it right now. You got some good keepers. I'm going to list you some that I think I'd look at. Maybe Mr. Todd Gurley. Maybe Russell Wilson. Maybe Robert Woods. Lamar Jackson is finally playing now. DJ Moore had a good one. AJ Green's getting old, but he's still all right. And also Kenyon Drake, I'd suggest, because that feller's got a great name for sitcom references. Mm-hmm. So, um, the one thing I learned about that is that the Jolly Green Giants lore is that he crushes people beneath his feet. I thought he was a little more jollier than that. Well, maybe he doesn't well, know the, he's doing that. Well, the, exactly right. He's all jolly and friendly and maybe had a little too much to drink. <laughs> but every, I mean, he's just having a good old time, but everybody else so little, they be getting trampled. He don't mean nothing by it. But it ain't like he's got holes in his feet that they can just sneak into. He stomps you, and you got stomped. So the alcoholic who stomps people to death because he's so jolly. So that you wouldn't imagine how much it takes for him. Okay, so I just did want to clear that up. I'd just seen him on the green bean cans before. Didn't know about the backstory. And then the only other thing I want to add is that uh, the Gunnersons seem to have left their abode, and they're outside bush hogging right now. So if you hear any, anything like that, that's what it is. Well, good for them. You pushed them out there. That's good for you, sir. You did it. You can't be nice. That's right. They went from one way distracting us to another. Get on out. <laughs> All right, so what do we got next up for the matchup? I don't have anything to say about the Stranglers. Well, yeah, they did anyhow. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the Newport Never News. I've decided I'm going to change the way I call their name. I'm just going to acronym it, if you know what that means. They're going to be known as the for for the foreseeable future. The looks like the best team in the league. They put it 156. You know, pretty good, pretty standard for a win. They beat the Pivot, who scored 140. Uh. I'm thinking Newport Never News is destined for our Super Bowl here. Uh, looking at a league title, I don't know what to tell you about Demarius Thomas. That feller in your Titans defense combined for negative four points. That really could have been something bad. Uh, but looking at the pivot off of this loss, he's still pretty solid, still six and five, one of those rare teams <laughs> that wins games. You had to expect a loss, right? You're stepping up here against the best team. You didn't embarrass yourself too bad. But I got to say, if you'd have started Cortland Sutton, Taylor Gabriel, and the Texan defense, you win this game. So even though you did all right, you still screwed it, and you lost because <laughs> you own bad decisions. Well, I think um, the part of the lore of – I keep saying lore, but <laughs> you know, you know, you don't got much of a chance, so you you're scraping your and you make bad. That's just part of it. But yeah, but since they've been so good, don't you think you got to make some real good and wise decisions if you're actually gonna beat them? You can't be all intimidated. We had another team get intimidated, but we'll talk about them in a minute. Well, I'm just saying that's the Newport Never News. That's part of why they're winning is they're intimidating people, getting in their heads, saying, oh. I'm going to outscore you anyway. 
what you gonna do about it? And then they're, you know, they they done lose their mind. They got a little bit of that Joel Embiid magic. That's right. Right. All right, so moving on, if you got nothing else to say, uh, we need you to cue up our uh, common segment we sometimes jump into. Okay. So it is officially time for our segment, Change Your Ding. <laughs> Change your dang team name. What in the world are you doing? Where we suggest different team names to this team that cannot be named because he can't follow simple instructions and name his team after a stinking sitcom like every other team in this league. So, uh, and, and this week our sitcom is going to be the shows of the 80s. So, why don't you get us started, brother? Well, this sorry team lost. They scored 118. That's, that's bad. But anyhow, uh, we're looking at the 80s, and we're looking at a bad team. So I tried to come up with names off these sitcoms that maybe would imply that this team is bad and that the owner's awful. Uh, number one is Golden Girls. It's pretty obvious. Your team's a bunch of women. They don't play good football. Sorry to say. Sexist a little bit. Uh, you could also make it the Golden Tates. I don't reckon he's on your team, but maybe he gets dropped. You go pick him up. Not as good as Golden Girls because Golden Tate's actually not bad. Uh, now, if you ever watched The Growing Pains, did you watch that? Touch? Is that the Kirk Cameron vehicle? That's the Kirk Cameron. Yeah, I call it the the Kirk Cameron show. Right. So there was them them two, the mama and daddy on that show. They always scream at each other, saying, "You ain't being rational." <laughs> they love using that word rational. So. I just suggest ain't being rational because you ain't rational. Whoever it is, Garrett Clevenger, the Jarrett that's running this team, you made bad decisions all year. Now you're reaping the benefits and consequences. Uh, another reference straight from that same show, there was the daughter on the show once was dating a feller named Sandy who had this bad car wreck, and it looked like he's going to be all right, and he's going to have this great <laughs> second chance. And then he dies at the end of the episode. So we're going to call it Sandy's Second Chance. Because this team's second chance is that they're done. It's over. <laughs> you didn't make it. Sorry to say. That was a classic sitcom episode. The, <laughs> yeah, everybody's where, seen Where it. the guy dies at the end. I remember that one very well. <laughs> and I reckon that's the one and only time Sandy was ever mentioned before <laughs> or after. I think <laughs> but so. It, <laughs> but anyway, that's a classic trope from the 80s. You taught me that word. And now we're moving on to another classic 80s sitcom known as The Wonder Years. And there was this recurring line that the voiceover Mr. Michael J. Fox would use over and over again. And he'd say, and that was that. And by that, he just meant like put a period on the end of the sentence. We're done with it. And again, that's this team. You're done with it. It's over. You ain't going to make it. That was that. If anyone remembers The Wonder Years' glorious opening theme song, one of the opening lines of it was sing out of tune. And this team's been singing out of tune all year. They they maybe look like they could have done it, and then they just lost, what, five straight games now? Really a mm-hmm. stinker. And then the classic, classic line when Kevin Arnold is trying to talk to Winnie Cooper about dating one more time, and then she says, I don't know what I'm doing. And he kind of is happy about that because he don't know what he's doing. But then it occurs to him that, oh, crap, ain't nobody knows what they're doing. We're all in trouble. That is not only this team, but this league. We don't know what we're doing. So that's my list. 
That's a fine, fine list there, Thurston. Uh, Pretty negative this week, sorry to say. <laughs> so, since this uh, Jarrett Cleaviger is, is so thick-headed and doesn't seem to get any of our unbelievable references, uh, I, I'm just going to keep it real simple for him this week and just do pun suggestions only. You know, that's something I think okay. he can wrap his head around. So, maybe I started off with something real close to what you did. I Hopefully, someone drops Golden Tate and you get the Golden Tate girls. That's just a little different. So, um, he's got Carlos Hyde, Carlos in charge. There's a show called Charles in charge. That's close. I like uh, that. Design and Williams. Design and, <laughs> Design and women, Jamal Williams, boom. What a mashup. Uh, so, so maybe them fist his feet, they finally dropped Le'Veon Bill, who they already said ain't going to play this year. Uh, you pick him up, then you got yourself Mr. Le'Veon Belvedere. Do you know Mr. Belvedere? I, no, I do. I just I okay. was shaking my head, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next up, pick up Marcus Murphy. He's already out there. You got Marcus Murphy Brown. Uh, Giants defense also out there. Pick them up, and you've got uh, New York and Mindy. Instead of Mork and Mindy. These are sigh-inducing, gut-wrenching <laughs> puns, my brother. What are you doing? I'm doing it so he can understand what's – this is the simplest form of joke. So he, he'll he get this one and be like, oh, I'm supposed to change my team name. These are some good options. I understand these. So that's what I'm doing. All right. So be it. Let it roll. So we got the love boat. Well, he's got the luck boat. Andrew Luck. Uh, right. So you get, you know, somebody drops the Bengals defense. Boom. You've got uh, perfect strangers. Vontez perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect strangers. Uh, right. I saved the best for last year. I've got um, Uzum Buddies. <laughs> so that's, that's Bosom Buddies. But instead of Bosom, you only do the first part of CJ Uzuma's last name. And since that's the one so perfect, I'm just going to end on that note. Uzum Buddies. <laughs> All right. That was fantastic effort by you there, of course. Well, thank As always. Now – Bringing that back now, that team that can't be named that we just named uh, lost this game, fifth straight loss, scored one eighteen, lost to the Festivus Feats with one thirty eight. Festivus Feats sitting there at five and six look like they've already picked up two or three miracle wins, and this is just another one. I started looking up and down this roster. I found three guys not only on the team but in the starting lineup that I don't even reckon I heard of before. Do you know who Maurice Harris is? Mohair? Right. No. Wasn't he a drummer for some old band in the seven? Anyhow, you got Capri Bibbs. I reckon he's the heir to the Bib fortune. I don't know. I'd say there's a Bib fortune out there, and he's probably <laughs> part of it. And then Josh Adams, it seems like he's a guy. I don't Who is that? Is that just a guy walking down the street? Someone's mailman, garbage man. Who is he? I never – I don't even – you got to pick football players. I keep telling them that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only way to get points in fantasy football is is to have football players. 
Well, it's funny. I, now this is jumping ahead to next week, but that Capri Bibbs, he's just standing around being the heir to the Bib fortune, actually did score a touchdown next week, this week, next week, whichever. Oh, you're you're uh, messing with my timeline there. That's all confusing me. Now we're getting up. Well, the listeners are already in the future. Think about that for a minute. But then we got another game. The pit, pit, the doodly doos, uh, putting down a one forty three, beating them. Sorry, sat domain master one hundred two point scoring. Pip Pip's got a good run going. I'll talk in a few minutes about where they at in the standings. But they look good for getting in the playoffs. They got their superstars ready and scoring the points like always. But then they're going to have to find some consistency out of these role players. Those roles are real good. You got to put them in the oven, too. You got to make sure they're ready to do their thing, and they're a tasty treat. So the Domain Master, I mean, this I'm almost out of insults to throw, really. They, they looking bad. They've somehow managed to end Rob Gronkowski's career, I think, like, this one team, these domain masters, I think are the single reason Gronk has quit on us. He just looks around at this roster and says, I can't do it, folks. I can't do it. Now, that just tells us how good Antonio Brown and Drew Brees are because they're still doing it. But, man, they just broke Gronk's back. He can't handle it no more. It's all domain masters' fault. Season's over, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, when you're when you're Gronk and you're on the team of the Tea Party leaders tea party movement leader team, right he's got to carry all of them and that's a lot of tight ends to carry right that's probably like a ton if you put them all there together. was eight of eight tight ends yuck holy anyway i don't think he's cut a one of them anyhow moving along uh try to make some good time on this one <laughs> beats by dwight beats by dwight this is where i talked about intimidation coming in you know, we've, we've kind of had some questioning about how Beats by Dwight's been doing things, changing the name and having a good run all of a sudden, deceiving and lying, being a nuisance. Now, they scored 143, which is all right. There's nothing too bad wrong with it. Usually gets you beat, but they somehow want it. But Vandalay Industries, knowing they need a win, knowing they'd already lost three games in a row, come out with 93 points. It's like – like they had somehow known that if they won this game, bad things are coming their way. So, really, without this, they lose it. They've lost four straight. I think it's it. I think it's over. I don't think they got much chance of getting in the playoffs. There's only two games left. So, I'm going to do for them what I did for the Scranton Stranglers. Name off some fellers that it might be good for you to try to keep. Uh, Matt Ryan, Tevin Coleman, Mike Evans, Zach Ertz, uh, George Kittle, mm. Jay Ajayi. Just pick four, pick four of those folk and keep them, and you'd be all right. But then this season's pretty well it's, – it's gone past tense. It's it's hard to believe somebody got a team like that, you know, keepers like that. And then – George they, Kittle. They're already out of the playoffs. Well, that's Not what happened. but – Whenever you look across the way and you see this – this team that just seems to be lying their way to the top and cheating their way to the top. He just didn't want to mess with it. I understand it's okay, but still for fantasy football, you still want to win. That's what you want. Right. And, and it seems like those, the beats by Dwight, they score about 140 between 140, 150 about every week. So they are consistent. They're consistently average, but 
but they don't get too high. They don't get too low. They might get low if I ever get to meet them in person. <laughs> now, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not above, you know, threatening some of these owners. I've done it before. I don't want to bring it up right now because of a guest we might have in just a few moments. But I did once mention I might decimate someone in public. So <laughs> there might be some of that going on for this team if they don't back off their intimidation. <laughs> ain't no way to treat folks. Nope. And sure ain't. And this is kind of a violent league we got. We got strangling and formerly stabbing, birds of war. Everybody gets hurt when they're trying to pivot. Yeah. Don't you? Yep. Sprain an ankle. Stub a toe. Miss that back. Mm-mm. And then we got them poor old friends. That's a great master's level segue right there, talking to the friend zone. They're the one who's been a little bit too friendly all year, but they tried to be a little mean about it. Uh, I just want to apologize, friend zone. They actually scored 158. They would have beat just about everybody in the league this week, but they – Unfortunately for them, play, playing against them birds of war, who's on a real super hot streak. Um, yeah, hard way to go now for the friend zone. I'll talk about them in just a minute as maybe a team that could still maybe sneak into the playoffs, but we'll just have to see. But the birds of war threw up a 178. Uh, they won the big five buckaroos. I told you at the beginning of the year, this was my Super Bowl pick. I picked them in Newport. Look how who, who's looking smart now. These guys are flapping their wings. They are set to sail, and these birds are rolling along. Adam Thielen finally got some help. Oh, help him. Uh, they's in last place or almost last place a couple weeks ago, and now they're up in fifth? You believe him? And they're winning. They're going to make these playoffs. They're going to make their push. I like that team. David Johnson pulled himself up off the mat. So I'm liking what I'm seeing here. And I'm not going to, I don't think, call them the Birds of War no more. I think I'm going to call them Bo. Bo. B-O-W. B-O-W. Bo. Make the rest of them bow down. Oh, they could also be bow. Bow wow. Bow down. Bow Bow wow. Shoot your bow. Bow home. To the sky. Shooting at a bird of war, maybe. Well, that's a bad idea. Probably not. Probably not, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of bow or bow. Bow, but bow. Bow? Bow Bow down. Bow bow down bow. Bow down bow, bow, bow. So, you know, we don't we don't have an ad for this next this week's final segment. But to uh I had one. Oh, let's let's hear your ad then. We had some fast cash come in. There's this new uh, business rocking through the southeast. It's called drive through Tattoo. You come through. You ask for whatever you want, five minutes or less. They get it done. You just stick your body out the window. They hang out the other window. They tattoo you right there. You pay them. You go. It's all good to go. Quick, easy, efficient. Get whatever you want. These people are pros. That's drive through Tattoo coming to a town near you what's the website on that drive through tattoo <laughs> no dot com or anything 
Just type in drop the uh, tattoo into your... Well, you can't ask me to do all the work here. It's a dot <laughs> something. Look it up. Google's a magnificent, but based of a machine. Get it done. Let's go looking. Well, I can't be blaming you for that. They're the ones sending this copy in. So... It says drive through tattoo. Yeah. That's what I see. That's okay. On, that's on them. So I think it's a dot gov. That'd be my guess. Okay. So... So do you want to get this next segment first, or do you want me to go over our playoff positioning first? What do you think? Oh, go over our playoff positioning first. I thought we was all ready to just transition right into this. All right. No, no, no. Okay, so on one side of the bracket, imagine if you will, on a, a bracket board put up on a wall. On the left side, you've got Pivot, okay, Pivot, mm-hmm. playing against them bow team guys, the Birds of War bow. So they're going to play each other for the right to play that dominating uh, force that is the Newport Never Nudes, okay? So that's the left side of the bracket. Newport Never Nudes gets a bye, plays the winner of Pivot, Birds of War. On that right side, we have Beats by Dwight, who I'm really despising right now. And they're playing against a team uh, that I think just beat them kind of recently, Pop-Up Pop-Tart, uh, those two teams are in there for the playoffs, and they, the winner of that game, will move on to play the Pit Pit the Dooley Dips. Uh, the teams that look like they might actually have a chance to squeak into the playoffs, uh, Festivus Feats play against the Friend Zone this week, I think. And it, no, no, that's wrong. Friend Zone's playing against uh, the team that can't be named. Yes. So, yeah, so the winner of that game has a good chance of moving up and maybe getting in, but then the loser of that game is pretty much done. Domain Master's out. Vandalay Industries out. Scranton Strangler's out. Feats would probably need a fourth miracle to get in. So, it looks like it's going to be them six, maybe one drop out, and then maybe, maybe, maybe team that can't be named or friend zone could jump right in. Okay, so you're saying Domain Master's already out. But they, if they win this week, they could, they could get in, right? Are you just saying who they playing? Who they playing? Who they playing? <laughs> Click on matchup. Now they, they could. They five and six, I think, like everybody else. But have they're, you looked they're at playing their pop up top pop tart, same record, right? Well, who you think's gonna win that game? Well, that's a good point. I'm just saying mathematically. It ain't over. What? It looking over. I, I guess if they if they Arithmet- get their own miracle, they jump up. I'm sorry. Arithmetically, have you, have you seen what pop up pop tarts been doing to folks? They've been stabbing them. Right. Which is their old name for anybody any new yeah. listeners? I think that's random. No, I got the reference. <laughs> I wasn't for you, Thurston. But, okay. All right, we got all this playoff picture and next gen stats and all that stuff out of the way. Right? Yeah. Is that a question? Yes. <laughs> yes or and no? Yes. Question? Okay. That's a yeah. So, all right. So next up, um, we've got the owner of Bo here. Uh, so please welcome our guest, Christopher Raisinbreads. So happy to be here, guys. Yeah. Happy to be here. So how you doing, Mr. Raisin Breads? Well, it's it's uh you know, 
it's an exciting time right now. Uh, football season is almost uh, – it's getting real. It's getting real out there right now in these fantasy leagues. So, trying to hold on to a playoff spot here with uh, the newly dubbed uh, Team Bow, which I like, by the he way. Pre- he prefers Bow. So, we'll we'll record that or note that and then forget about it next week. Probably. Shoot that bow. Probably. So, bow, bow. So, the first thing I'd like to talk about um, – you know, since we got the owner of Bow here. Uh, so, Mr. Thurston, y- you said, and I quote, that you would decimate him in public while talking about Mr. Raisin Breads. Um, so, first, I'd like to hear from you, Thurston. Hear your take on this. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the microphone over to Mr. Chris. And uh, he's going to give his rebuttal after we hear from you. Well, here's the thing here. You hear that I picked you for the Super Bowl, right? Like, I I had faith in your squad, and you kept letting me down. You kept letting me down. So I offered you a little bit extra motivation. I said, get it done, or, you know, maybe some decimating in public. And you, you weren't really listening to old Thurston trying to help you out. But, look, you took your own advice. You got it done. You've been winning some games. You're looking like you're in the playoffs now. I say, go with it. Win it. And take it to Newport in the Super Bowl so old Thurston can win his bet. Well, that's, uh, you know, much, much more kind and, <laughs> and uh, reasonable than I expected to hear. Uh, I don't really know what to say about that. That's kind of like a compliment. Well, things change when you're in the room with somebody and you start realizing <laughs> that decimating them in well, public I got, might I, not be quite so easy. I got to tell you, man, you know, I've been around the block a couple of times and if I had a dollar for every time I heard somebody say that they wanted to decimate me in public, I'd have solid four bucks, I think, right around it. And yeah. I'd be willing to wager they ain't never had the guts to try it, <laughs> see? So, like, Thurston <laughs> might be able to handle some of them wampus cats every so often, but I'm I, I'm a little bit more <laughs> fearful at the moment. So, I'm willing to play it nice and continue to try to promote your squad there. Well, you know, it was it was tough for me. I, I remember a lot of flack. I got a lot of a lot of heat after the draft when I drafted uh, two Vikings, two certain Vikings uh, receivers. But it right. turns out, it turns out, you know, you got two darn, darn good players, even if they're on the same team, even if they have the same bye week. They're just catching balls. Just keep them, keep them on there. Let them catch more balls, and, and you know, get you more points. You know, birds of war. We'll, we'll welcome you in. You know, we'll welcome the Ingram, Ingrams, and the Kamaras, and we'll welcome the the uh, the Digs and and the Thielens all day, all day. We'll start them all day. Well, what what do you think about it, Tuck? It sounds like pretty decent advice. What I thought about it was, I thought we were gonna have a little Jerry Springer moment here, and then you went and <laughs> flipped your own words all the. <laughs> all around to make them sound positive but, oh i was doing you a favor saying i was going to decimate you in public that's what it sounds like to me well that's exactly right you see how his whole year has turned around he looked like trash but he wasn't he just needed the motivation and i just want to point out if anyone's going to be jerry springer in who told you two weeks ago hey stick with it win some games and then who else said, no, no, it's over, give it up. Let's remember that now, Tuck. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to get into that. Uh, I would just try and cause a little chaos in the league. Uh, they they call it. me the Joker. Not for- I, might be a little, I might be a little worried about Bow over here, but I ain't too worried about Tuck. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty intimidating name. I can you imagine just someone un- unleasing – 
big old cage of bears war on you. I mean, that's well, well. Well, speaking of that, how how did you come up with the name and set on the name Birds of War? You know, you had the you had this silly league rule. You, you all gotta name your teams after sitcom, and then you you come in, you like I'm the Birds of War. Well, just tell us about that a little bit. Well, you know, I, I think of sitcoms, and my favorite one out there had to be It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia. No, you know, and uh, one of my favorite episodes in that in that. Uh, sitcom which i don't know if you consider it a sitcom is pretty dark that there is some debate out there uh mr dylan zinger may have brought up that it's always sunny may not be a sitcom but we we here at sweet tea uh endorse it's always sunny as a sitcom so what's wikipedia say wow it says comedy or satire or something like that it don't say specifically sitcom but we're not going to get into that. It would help if I watched all these shows. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a particular episode in this quote-unquote sitcom where these guys decided that they would raise, uh, I don't know, they, they decided they were getting some wrestling matches, and they were, uh, you know, talking about uh, one of their, they, I guess they used to wrestle, and they said, you know what, let's go with our, let's go with our team name from when we were kids, and it was the Pigeon Boys. And I just said, you know what? I thought that was pretty, pretty good. And, uh, you know, I, I don't watch too many. So I get, you know, a little bit here and there. So, I, you know, I'm going to be the pigeon boy. I just didn't sound, you know, darn near intimidating enough. So then when they did it, that, you know, then the show, they decided to get up to the birds of war. And let's put on these things and let's make some call noises. And, you know, Harris and the, and the rest. And I said, you know what? That's a that's a good that's a good place to start for a fantasy team name. That's when that's the way. Here we get, and here we are. Here we are, Thurston. Well, I like what you did there. I like whenever your team plays, how you fill up your stadium full of folks wearing masks and they all flapping their wings, doing the bird to the other team, like the old style. And I, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, a question I had for you is, what is it like being in a league full of incompetent fools? And in your opinion, who is the league's most incompetent owner? <laughs> wow, this is going to be. <laughs> uh, that's a good question there. And that's a good question. Kind of putting me on the spot here a little bit. Right. Pull out the old cellular device here and kind of look and see if I can remember any team names doing certain things that I didn't think was particularly wise. Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. Well. <laughs> Wouldn't it be uh, what Thurston Tuck? Thurston Tuck? Thur- I mean, what would be? <laughs> yeah, you know, looking more, I don't have all the statistics here in front of me, but looking at the domain master, and we're talking about incompetency here. Domain master, I don't know what's going on with his. Is that a sitcom name? Is that a sitcom? domain master? Is that? Yeah, it's from Seinfeld. So he may be, a little bit, may be a little bit older, you know. He scored uh, than anybody, and I'm looking at his squad. And maybe he got hit with injuries. See, that's the thing. Oh, that's the okay, thing. Uh, I'm going to stop him right here, and we're just going to edit where it says he's calling out Justin Anton Edwards Page <laughs> from the Domain Master. Um, so he's calling him out. So if the Domain Master has any guts at all, and he hears this. 
He's going to have to answer that call. <laughs> He's going to have to come on this show and defend himself as the most incompetent owner in the least incompetent or least competent league in the world. I just went with my gut on it, Tuck. <laughs> you know, I just went with my gut on it here, Tuck. You know, I'm looking at he doesn't have – I don't know of the Seinfeld reference, you know. Um, everybody knows about the birds four. You know what I mean? Every, every, <laughs> no, no. But he doesn't have a picture, man. And Vandalay Industries, they got to get that picture of him. Pop up Tart, who's probably going to uh, beat me next week with that lineup that he's got, you know. And then the number here we go, the number one team in the league. Still, we had to have that little avatar there. I just, I, I'm a big advocate of the avatar. So that's, that's, that's what. I, that's, so you heard that's, it. That's a message. That's a message you heard it here with. first on on Sweet Tea. He's calling out the Newport Never Dudes. He's calling out Pop Up Pop Tart. He's calling out Vandalay Industries. He's calling out Domain Master. He's calling you all out. Meet me in the ring. Hell in the cell. Birds of War versus everybody without a without a without an avatar picture. Yeah, he is going to decimate you in public. Just not on the week. Not on the bye week where the Vikings. Not on the Vikings bye week. <laughs> any other week. Okay, so um, I've got one more question. I, I think, and we're getting pretty short on time. It's funny that he didn't call out the pivot. That's who he's set to play in the playoffs. Oh, well. To be honest with you, man, I'm just worried about the pit, pit, the doodly somethings that, uh, you know, already have 75 points on me this week. You know, they still have some players to play, and I've got pretty much all of my guys left. And so I, I'm sitting here just scratching my head on if I should make any last-minute changes here. But I think we're I think we're strapped up, man. I think we'll just see how it plays out. So you heard it here on Sweet Tea pa- uh, Podcast first. Uh, he's taking it one week at a time. That's what I heard there. He's not worried about the playoffs and the the theoretical matchup with Pivot. He's worried about them pit pips. Hey, I do have one more question if we have time. Maybe okay. just cover it in a, a second. Okay, well, maybe he can make it a short answer, and then I'll ask him a question and make that a short answer. Okay, yeah. have you ever met my good friend Next Gen? And number two, what do you think of her? Yeah, I don't know if I'm missing something here. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an advocate. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a regular listener and, an, and, you know, a promoter of the show, but I think I'm missing something here. I think he's missed maybe the last three or four episodes <laughs> whenever we first started talking about Next Gen. But it sounds like he doesn't know her and he's not friends with her or whatever. All right. Party you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead the fifth on this one. And we'll just see. I don't reckon. I, I, I think. I think. Uh, you know, in this situation is where I. I definitely. Well, just uh, to fill in the listeners who don't know, Next Gen is the person um, who who fills in Thurston with with all his uh, statistics. It's called Next Gen Stats. She's next in line to be Gen. She's this close. I like. I heard that earlier in this in this episode. And I like that. I like that. And also, I'm a big fan of uh, Drive Through Tattoo, and uh, you know, I'll get, I gave him a solid three out of five stars. Nice. You know, I, you know the Papa Smurf. You know, it kind of looks like him in the right light. You know what I mean? In the right light. Different shade of blue, but so. So I was. Um, here's my last question, uh, and we're going to end on a a positive note. So, as a longtime listener of Sweet Tea. Although that's maybe put into question now. Uh, so what would you characterize as our best moment? 
Man, you know, like every single episode, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you right now off the top of my head, one favorite, if I had to tell, one favorite moment or part of the show. Uh, it's, it's, when, it's when you guys wrap up at the end. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I love this show. I love it. That was good, right? That was good, right? Oh, man. Uh, you know, you guys are awesome. You actually, you know, without with all all that electricity and plumbing that you know some of these some of these other folks have out there in the world, you guys are still able to get your stats. You're still able to make good uh, predictions and in a funny way. And I don't know why you guys don't have like a GoFundMe happening out there or something like that because I chip in a solid dollar or two every once in a while for sure. Uh, favorite favorite I don't know favorite moment. I'll have to think about that and I'll I'll uh, I'll come back the next time. And definitely, uh, and definitely lay in a little bit on that one. But um, you know, it's going to come to me when I'm not on the spot. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know, have the opportunity or the stage to to, to broadcast it. Which so I'll, I'll let you all listeners in on what's going on here. <laughs> all the good, funny memories are just rushing to his mind, and and he's he's. He looks perplexed. He's like, "Which I'll one tell you should I?" I say something. I say my favorite moment while I've been watching your all, while I've been listening to the podcast is when I've got it on my phone at work at the office, and people are coming by and listening to Thurston and Tuck go at it, and they they and the looks that I get, and I'm like, "No, this is actually civilized conversation right here. This is actually you know you know intelligent intelligent debating right here, going back and forth." Well, he just he just <laughs> did you hear did you hear how the way he just said words? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this is my fancy podcast. This is this, these are the guys that give me all of my uh, all of my intel, all of my information. This is where I go. But uh, yeah, so those me when I'm listening to you guys, and believe it or not, even though I didn't know the whole, that's quite frequently. <laughs> all right, Chris. Well, uh, get out of my house. <laughs> that's uh, the end of the interview. Uh, we don't need you here anymore. Um, that, that's all I'm have. done with him. I'm about to talk in trash back when he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know that, Thurston. So um, that that is it for the podcast. So why don't you give us our parting words, Thurston? Or we can let Chris give us the parting words. Uh, I can. I, I can, can do it. It's hard. Come on back here, Chris. Uh, all right. So what now? What are we gonna put me on the spot now for? Just give us parting words, and then we hang up. Oh. <laughs> That's awful.